This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. Get the tools out, it's a bank holiday weekend and that DIY isn't going to do itself. And now that the shops are open again, you can start spending all that money you saved over lockdown on spectacular decorations for your home. I hear John Lewis has a sale on sofas. But if you really want to keep up with the Joneses, or Johnsons, you're going to have to pump up those credit cards. It's alleged that the number 11 Downing Street refurbishment cost £200,000. How? Our features writer Kitty Strick's been adding up the bills for the Evening Standard and she's with me now. Kitty, if I wanted to spend 200 grand doing up my house, where would I start? Well, David, it depends what sort of style you want to go for. I mean, it sounds as though Carrie has a very specific style. It could be Carrie and Boris together, but most of the reports um, are coming from her friends talking about her exquisite taste and her love of this sort of boho chic glamorous look it sounds as though she's been busy herself hand restoring some vintage furniture to replace the dark wooden furniture that was in the flat before so presumably that was the subject of her famous john lewis furniture nightmare comment which is a comment that appears to be haunting down the street right now whether or not anybody ever actually said it it is though it's not just the furniture that's being replaced here there's a big job being undertaken I think the floor has also been redone. So um, the flooring in the hallway has been stripped up and polished. The living area has been painted a deep green and is now often lit by candles, apparently. We know that Theresa May before them was a fan of candles, but presumably her high street choices weren't to Carrie's taste. Obviously, these these changes are unlikely to add up to 100,000 or 200,000 pounds. So it sounds as though there's been quite a bit more in terms of a refurb that we don't know the details of. But what we do know is that the couple hired leading interiors expert Lulu Little, um, who's had a lot of publicity this week because she's said to have helped with the refurb. Um, and that's where the price tag starts to make a little bit more sense. And why is that, Katie? So um, her fabrics are said to start at £100 a metre. Some of her popular items, such as the Cleveland chair, that alone costs £3,000 plus VAT. Boris Johnson reportedly told one minister that Carrie had ordered gold wall furnishings, um, which is, I know, something that um, Little is famous for. And that certainly doesn't come cheap. She's also famous for marble bathrooms and eco-friendly rattan furniture. 
And um, a full refit from Little is rumoured to start to run into the six figures, which is where that figure starts to make slightly more sense. So this John Lewis nightmare comment that may or may not have ever been said, I mean, was there any John Lewis in the in number 11 Downing Street? Well, um, a little bit. We do know that Theresa May didn't sort of make any major structural changes to the flat. She didn't didn't spend any of that budget there. It sounds as though she just added a few pieces of statement furniture. So there was a John Lewis chrome table lamp in there, um, we have heard. So assuming... Carrie wasn't the biggest fan of that. Also a red three-seater sofa. We're not quite sure where that was from. Possibly a John Lewis number. A £42 candle. A glass-topped coffee table from Habitat. So not from John Lewis. So yeah, it sounds as though Theresa May liked her high street name. She didn't go sort of these niche designers necessarily in the same way that, that Carrie and Boris have gone for. So it doesn't sound like Theresa May changed much from when David and Samantha Cameron were in that flower. So what what did people say about their decorative choices? So the Camerons are reported to have spent £64,000 roughly. So that's double the allowance, £30,000 that um, prime ministers are given to refurb that flat. But um, they reportedly paid it from their own pocket. Um, so Samantha Cameron is an interior expert herself. So she, I think, was pretty hands on with what she what she did. Um, I think they inherited a sort of 1960s style kitchen. So they made that over and made it a lot more minimalist with sort of brushed steel furniture and applications and floating shelves and coffee machines and toasters that were sort of stainless steel. There's a picture of her sitting with Michelle Obama on a bright yellow sofa with that kitchen in the background. And it's all very modern and minimalist. We know that she sort of redid the hallway with lots of family photos. I think they were said to entertain in that entrance hallway with this grand sweeping staircase quite a bit. So she sort of made her mark there. The sitting room was covering, um, was covered with um, very stylish raffia wallpaper and that was from John Lewis so perhaps that was something that that Carrie hasn't liked possibly that's why she's redoing the wallpaper now but that was that was a John Lewis number so Theresa May would have inherited that and yeah the bedrooms upstairs I think remained pretty simple um, and sort of painted I think blue and pink um, for the for their sons and daughters. Is £200,000 a lot. I mean, obviously, that's an unconfirmed figure. But is that a lot in comparison to previous prime ministers and how much has been spent on other families living in that flat? So the Blairs are said to have spent more than the Camerons. They're said to have spent £127,000. So it's not so far off the sort of estimated figure that um, Johnson and Simons um, are rumoured to have spent. I think that a lot of people, a lot of the criticism or the sort of speculation has come from why they would want to spend that much when the flat apparently that they inherited was so spotless is what people have said. Um, and so when they have fewer children that living there than previous prime ministers, did it really need quite such an overhaul? However, when you look at something like um, Lulu Little's Instagram or certainly the Instagram for her, um, for her company, Sewn Britain, based on Pimlico Road. If you have a look through that, you can see that it's a very different style to what um, the Camerons and the Blairs had in the flat. Theirs was very sort of minimalist and light and airy, whereas what we know about Simmons is that she um, liked something a bit more characterful and intricate and a bit more rustic. So um, it's suddenly a bit easier to see 
why it would have cost so much. Yeah, and and to be fair, spotless or not, it's not theirs. When you move into a new home, you want to put your own identity onto it to make it your house, don't you? Absolutely. And it is your home, but it is also the place that you are photographed sometimes and you entertain guests such as the Obamas coming over. And so absolutely, you can see why a prime minister would want to put their own stamp on it. And they're starting a new family. They really want to, to make it feel like home. You can read Katie's article on this at standard.co.uk and that's the leader for this week. We're off on Monday, so we'll be back on Tuesday with all the news, interviews, analysis and features you need at 4pm. Hit the follow button on your podcast provider to make sure you don't miss out. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.